This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Let's now shift focus to Ukraine. It's day 229 of the war. The fighting persists. So do the Russian strikes. To put it very bluntly, it's raining missiles in Ukraine. The latest to get hit is Lviv. Just a couple of hours back, it came under attack. The target was a critical energy facility. It crumbled under the impact of missiles. The city experienced a blackout. Authorities say the power outages may extend to nearby regions as well. Shortly before Lviv was bombed, there was an attack on Zaporizhia as well. Russia dropped at least 12 missiles on the city. Images from the site show a trail of destruction as firefighters struggle to douse the flames. Look at these images now. They are chilling to say the least. They capture a dramatic explosion on a busy street in the city of Nipro. The impact sent debris crashing down on cars. You have to watch this. The attacks on Ukraine are fierce. The damage is overwhelming. But that does not mean Russia is winning this war. Ukraine is also making significant gains. It is reclaiming towns captured by Russia. According to reports, Ukraine has reclaimed over 29 towns and villages in the Kherson region like Izium, Kupiansk and Laiman. The Russian soldiers stationed in these towns have retreated. Ukrainian flags have been planted again. In the same areas, Ukraine has also captured Russian armor, left behind by the retreating troops. How many of them? According to the UK intel agencies, over 440 Russian tanks and 650 armored vehicles have been captured by Ukrainian troops. This was as far as the situation on the ground is concerned as a result of the war. Let's now talk about the efforts to end the war. On Monday, the United Nations General Assembly held a session. It was over a motion brought in by Albania, a motion condemning Russia's actions. Right before it was convened, Moscow had asked for the vote to be held through a secret ballot, a request that was denied by the majority. Its request was rejected by over 107 UN member states. Only 13 nations voted in favor of Russia's call, while 39 others abstained from the vote. Among the countries that rejected Russia's request was India. New Delhi voted to reject the Russian demand. Shortly after the vote, a host of UN members expressed solidarity with Ukraine, accusing Russia of violating several sacred UN principles. Listen to this. 
Putin is trying to take Ukraine's land, its resources, its identity. In doing so, he is overturning the most sacred principle in the international system, that borders cannot be drawn by force. Mr. President, in principle, the upcoming, upcoming vote on the draft resolution presented by Ukraine should be indisputable, a strong and resounding yes. The states which do not recognize the independence of the so-called Donbas People's Republic should not recognize their attempted illegal incorporation to Russia. By willfully undermining the rules-based international order and blatantly and repeatedly violating Ukraine's independence, sovereignty and territorial integrity, Russia is putting global peace and security at risk. Look at these images now. This is the president of the UAE arriving at the Polkovo airport in St. Petersburg. Why has he gone there? Two things. One, the threat this war has created for the world's energy supplies. And two, the pressure on OPEC plus nations to increase the oil output. Remember, the UAE has maintained a neutral stance on this war despite being a longtime ally of the United States. So this visit is significant, given how the UAE, along with other Gulf nations, refused to increase oil output to Europe. So eight months into this war, this is where things stand. Russian strikes continue unabated. Ukrainian forces are making advances. Global bodies are stuck at doing what they do best condemnation and issuing statements and neutral players are still hedging their bets.